it's the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman, and I am a plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. The social media sites, social media sites, social media pages, whatever they're called, uh, at Mainly Plants. Uh, and you can get a hold of me through there, through DM, or you can go to the website and contact me through there. Or you can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. For your Amazon shopping needs, please, please, please head to mainlyplants.com slash Amazon. It'll take you straight to Amazon. Costs you nothing. Helps me out so I can continue to do the podcast for free. Uh, I think that's all the housekeeping stuff. Oh, the t-shirts. Some t-shirts are still available. Head over to mainlyplants.com and click on the navigation link, Shop Mainly Plants. Uh, you can pick up yourself, your oh, for yourself or for a neighbor or for a loved one uh, or for your girlfriend or boyfriend or children. Um, a Esselstein is my homeboy t-shirt. Uh, they come in both men's and women's styles uh, in two different colors and they are super, super comfortable. Um, and for right now, for listeners, you can use the code word uh, THANKS20, T-H-A-N-K-S, the number two zero. Uh, which will take 20% off at checkout. So get that while they're still available. And that is all the housekeeping. So I'm going to talk about uh, iron this week briefly. But before we talk about iron, I wanted to cover some questions that I've gotten from listeners and clients and uh, other people that I talk to. Um, We haven't done questions in a while, so let's get to it. So the first question is, Uh, So, Canadian Thanksgiving is approaching. This will be my first whole food plant-based holiday dinner. What are some good replacements for the traditional dinner? Well, uh, whether you are in Canada or the United States, United States Thanksgiving is approaching also in a couple months. uh, There are um, a bunch of different things you can make, right? So, instead of turkey, you can actually get a tofurkey loaf. They sell at the grocery store. Major grocery stores always have them. Uh, Whole Foods has them, Sprouts has them. Um, It is a uh, faux turkey. Uh, It's stuffed with with vegan stuffing. Um, So that could be the centerpiece. And then you can make all the things that you usually eat just with vegan ingredients, right? So you can make um, you can make cranberry sauce. Just don't use gelatin, right? So you can you can get whole cranberries. And you can simmer them in a pan with some sugar water. Obviously, we're not talking about healthy stuff right now. We're talking about healthier options, uh, plant-based options, because you know it's Thanksgiving. You're not always going to eat super, super healthy in terms of plant-based options. But uh, you can simmer simmer uh, the cranberries down, and they will form their own little gelatinous cranberry sauce. And you put in some um, some uh, orange and lemon zest. Oh, sets it off nicely. So that's cranberry sauce. You can make mashed potatoes. Just use almond milk, um, and you can use um, vegan sour cream to really fluff them up and get them thick. Super easy to do. You won't even notice the difference, especially if you put some roasted garlic in there. You can make a cold quinoa salad for a side. You can make your sweet potato pie for a side. Just leave off the marshmallows and don't use regular butter. Use, you know, vegan butter. All the things you usually make, you can still make. So it's not going to be that different from you, aside from the actual centerpiece not being a turkey, right? Not that big of a deal. 
Next question is, I'm wondering about your thoughts on corn. When I eat it whole, I notice it passes through my system undigested. This leads me to believe my body doesn't process or want corn. I am of Northern European descent, and since corn only grew in the Americas before a few centuries ago, it is possible the rest of the world hasn't adapted to digest it. Would grinding it up into a cornmeal allow my body to digest it, or does it still pass right through? Um, because uh, right through, but you can't see it anymore. Should even should you even do this, or just avoid corn? Maybe I'm not chewing enough. Thoughts. So, um, corn. The the on the corn kernel is a little casing, and that is what doesn't get get digested. But so you chew the corn kernels and you eat them. And the innards of the corn kernels get pushed out of the casing and digested. Your body just doesn't produce, doesn't break down the actual casing. So when you go to the bathroom, it looks like the entire corn kernel hasn't been digested, but really it's just the casing. So there are, you know, there are nutritionists and doctors out there that believe that you should eat for your, um, ethnic background, your, where you descended from, what part of the world. Um, I don't know how much credibility I put into that. Um, we've adapted over millions of years, and so have our digestive, so have our digestive systems. Um, so I'm not, you know, corn is a very highly GMO crop, so if you can find non-GMO corn, um, I would say go for it. Not going to be a problem for you. Just don't eat a ton of it. You know, it is high in sugar. Um, so... Not not a big deal. Eat as much corn as you want. I don't think it's you're going to go overboard on corn, especially if, if you mix it in with other things. And uh, and your body will digest it. It just doesn't digest that casing. Okay? So, no big problem there. Uh, another question is, I didn't have any medical issues before starting this diet, but my daughter had severe anxiety and depression now. After about nine months, she is completely off all of her meds and genuinely happy. So, I guess it's not really a question. Um, more of a statement, but yes, a whole food plant-based diet can help depression. Now, I don't want to minimize depression uh, or the severity of it, and if you are thinking of getting off your depression medication and your anxiety medication, I commend you. However, you want to do it under the guide of both your nutritionist and your prescribing doctor, okay? You want to do it smartly. So there are benefits to a whole food plant-based diet. It can help drastically with depression and anxiety. But you want to make sure that if you're going to be getting off meds, you do it the right way. You don't just stop them cold. Uh, don't do it on your own. You need to be supervised. If you're on medication, especially daily medication for anxiety and uh, depression, then you need to be, be under supervision while you are weaning off of them. Okay, next question. Do you take supplements? Well, yes. Um, the only supplement that I recommend the average person, the average whole food plant-based person take is B12. I've said it a bunch of times. The reason is because we don't produce B12s ourselves and crops have been so fucked over for the last, you know, hundred or so years that we've totally taken out the B12 from the soil. B12 is an organism, right? It comes from organisms living in the soil, bacteria. 
Um, and they're just not there anymore in the numbers that we need to sustain our B12. So if you're a vegan, if you're whole food plant-based, you do need to take a B12. If you're curious about what type of B12, then you can go to my website and go to mainlyplants.com, click on shop Amazon, and you'll see my recommendation there for B12. It's the one that I take. Now, that's barring you have any other any other issues, right? Any other issues medically. If you are over the age of 30 and you're a man, more often than not, I will I will recommend, depending upon your blood tests, obviously, a natural testosterone booster. That's not a pro-hormone, it's not steroids, it's using natural ingredients to boost testosterone, like maca root. Um, it's a big one. So, depending upon where you are, right? But the only one that I would recommend that you have to take if you're vegan is B12. Now, the question was, do I take supplements? Yes, I take my B12. I also take a testosterone booster. Um, I believe, oh, I also take a probiotic pill <clears throat> daily. It's not necessary, but I like to keep my gut health as fantastic as possible. And I also take an immune, immune support, uh, which is basically uh, oregano oil and a couple other holistic things that just boost your, your uh, immune system. And I don't take a multivitamin because I eat whole food plant-based. I don't need a multivitamin. I get all my nutrients from my food that I eat. I technically don't need to take an immune support. Um, I just like to, I, I like to have that extra boost, right? And it's not hindering me at all. It's not bad for me to take it. I'm not wasting my money. So, you know, if you're going to do it, do it the smart way. Make sure you have reputable brands. Uh, make sure that those brands don't have gelatin capsules because that is not plant-based. And you want to make sure you have recommendations from somebody who knows what they're talking about. So if you have a question about what type of uh, supplement you should be taking for a certain avenue, uh, if you don't know who, anybody else to contact, please, please contact me. I'm happy to answer questions for you. I get emails constantly asking me if this is okay, if that's okay. And I am not, uh, not, not opposed to helping you out with that. Now let's finish off with this, this question. She says, hey, when you first started eating this way, do you remember any tummy issues? I've only been on it a week and I'm going a lot more and my tummy seems messed up. I'm assuming been on it means been on a whole food plant-based diet and by going a lot more, I'm assuming means going to the bathroom. Um, yes, that is natural, okay? So what's happening is your body's detoxing and your gut flora are changing from the bad flora to the good flora. And when that happens, you're going to go to the bathroom a lot more. There's probably a lot of excess waste in there that has been trapped, uh, stuck to the walls and whatnot, and uh, your healthy gut flora is helping to push everything out, right? Detoxifying your whole uh, digestive system. If you remember, I've talked about 80% of your immune system is in your gut. So when you keep that gut healthy, it's going to push out all the extra stuff that it doesn't need that's been stored in there. So <clears throat> yeah, on it a week, you're going a lot more. Um, tummy seems messed up. Your tummy's not messed up. It's just acclimating to a healthy diet, okay? You're going to go a lot more. When you are whole food plant-based, you're going to notice that you have bigger bowel movements in, in terms of quantity, uh, and you might go more. I typically, for the, there might be too much information, but typically I wake up in the morning and I go, and I go, and I go, and I go, and then I'm done for the day. Um, and... 
I recommend probiotics, whether it be in the form of a pill or you can drink kombucha or sauerkraut, anything fermented has probiotics in it. I really love kombucha drinks, they're delicious. Uh, if you live in Arizona, Wild Tonic is a great one. There are other great ones also, but that's my favorite. And if you don't like the taste of kombucha, you can take a daily probiotic pill. They also sell them in liquids you can refrigerate. I just take a dry pill. It's not the best one, but it really does work well. And I take that at night so that I wake up in the morning and I clear everything out. So your tummy's not messed up. It's just doing what it's supposed to do, right? It's getting years and years of, of garbage out of there. All right, so let's move, let's move on to iron. And I'll give you basically just the rundown, okay? Now, since the human body has no mechanism to excrete excess iron, it's probably best to not eat uh, blood-based iron. It's called heme. Uh, and you shouldn't be taking iron supplements unless they're prescribed to you by a doctor, right? So, for example, uh, pregnant women a lot of the times are anemic and they will, the doctors will put them on an iron pill. Um, now this is because iron pills have been linked to birth complications such as preterm pre birth and uh, maternal hypertension. Now, iron has been linked to shorter lifespan, same lifespan, longer lifespan, um, but the real answer is that shorter lifespan, okay? Um, Last summer, an editorial in the Journal of the National Cancer Institute questioned whether cancer itself was a ferrotoxic disease. And a study showed that donating blood to rid oneself of excess iron appeared to cut cancer death rates in half. And with advanced neuroimaging techniques, iron accumulation in the brain is being increasingly linked to neurological diseases such as Alzheimer's. So <clears throat> what that really means is that too much iron can bring about and contribute to serious diseases like cancer and Alzheimer's. Now, if you're pregnant, you you need enough blood for two. Or if you have an iron deficiency, like anemia, then you might need to take iron supplements. But for most people, taking that extra iron is a bad idea. And that actually might be one reason that there are higher cancer rates among meat eaters. Um, because they get that, that blood-based heme iron, um, that blood iron, which our body is unable to, to down-regulate the absorption of. We can't regulate that. We can't excrete it. Now, uh, presumably because of iron's pro-oxidant qualities, it, it can be a double-edged sword. Now, lowering the iron level of cancer patients has been associated with dropping death rates, right? We kind of just mentioned that. Um, the absorption of plant-based iron, which is non-heme iron, can be regulated by the body, uh, making things like dark leafy vegetables and legumes, um, which are things like lentils, uh, the perfect sources for iron. Now, if you compare chicken, regular chicken, to veggie chicken, you can see that the same amount of chicken has about twice the amount of calories, four times the fat, a ton more saturated fat and cholesterol, um, and pretty much the same sodium and protein, but only about a third of the iron, and no fiber. So what chicken lacks in fiber, it makes up for in mutagenic toxins and arsenic. 
So what that really means is that you're not getting as much iron from a chicken, from regular chicken, as you would from veggie chicken, you know, faux chicken. But faux chicken, you can our, our bodies are able to regulate that iron because it's non-heme, it's non-blood-based iron. It's really strange if you think about it, but kind of fascinating. Our bodies are unable to regulate iron that come from meat, right, from animal-based sources. But it is able to regulate the iron from plant-based sources. Now, if you take everything else away, man, I'm thirsty today. If you take everything else away and you don't know anything about the human body and you don't know anything about plant-based versus you know, animal-based and you know nothing about health, and you look at that at this one fact alone, that and somebody comes up to you and they say, "Hey, here's a fact about your body. Your body has no way of regulating the iron it gets from meat, but it really has a an easy time regulating the amount of iron that it gets from plant-based sources." Now, which do you think our bodies are supposed to be eating? I would guarantee you 9 out of 10 people, because there's always that one moron, would say, well, obviously, the plant-based sources. Our bodies are not meant to eat meat or even that, I don't want to say, it's a touchy subject. I'm just going to go for it. Our bodies are not meant to eat meat, okay? We can't regulate the nutrients that we get out of it, but we can regulate the nutrients we get out of plants, which means that we're supposed to eat plants, not animal products. Our bodies are thrown into disarray. It doesn't know what to do with the stuff that we get from animals. It knows exactly what to do with the things that we get from plants. Now, a little fun fact is that before I went whole food plant-based, I was exhausted all the time. And it's one of the reasons that I went plant-based. And I needed naps every single day. Right around uh, like 3 o'clock every single day, I had to lay down and take a nap because I was fucking exhausted could not keep my eyes open. And I thought I was anemic. And my blood test didn't show it later on. Um, but I started taking iron supplements, which obviously is a bad idea. Um, but the doctor said it was fine. And at this point, he hadn't even tested me uh, for for being anemic. I just went in, gave him my symptoms, and, I and he said it was fine if I wanted to take iron supplements, which is preposterous now that, now that I know what I know right, that too much iron is terrible for you, especially in pill form, but regardless, you know, if you don't need it, you shouldn't be taking it, but he didn't even bother to check me out. This is a whole other tangent I'm going to get going on, I don't want to, about how doctors don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Anyway, so I thought I was anemic. I started taking these iron supplements, which make you constipated, they give you black poop, it's really gross, um, and... I wasn't even feeling any better, right? Didn't give me more energy. I still needed, needed my naps. So I switched to whole food plant-based and it totally cleared up. And I didn't take my, my uh, iron supplements anymore and I didn't need naps. Now, why? Why do you think that happened? Why switching to whole food plant-based totally clear up these symptoms that I thought I had from being anemic? Well. This is getting off the track a little bit, but whole food plant-based is more efficient for your body. Your body's not weighed down. Your body's not burning a ton of energy trying to process this, this foreign stuff that you shouldn't be having. 
So if you think that you're anemic, before you start taking iron supplements, go get a blood test. You should be doing a blood test once a year anyway. And I would, I would be willing to bet that the vast majority of you who think you're anemic aren't really anemic. You're just not whole food plant-based. You might be vegan, but you're not whole food plant-based. Um, so if you have questions about that, about anything that I talked about today or beyond, uh, please, please get a hold of me. You know, it's really uh, kind of endearing. I've been getting more and more questions. Uh, this week alone, I got a ton, a ton more questions, um, which is pretty cool. I think that more people are, uh, are uh, joining the movement. You know, I was actually reading that, uh, what was it, vegan food companies last year saw a sales increase of over 1,500%. So there is a big trend towards the, the vegan, whole food, plant-based uh, diet because it's irrefutable, right? <clears throat> um, oh, one last question that I wanted to get in before we wrap the podcast up is a question. It's, it's uh, from Ali. She says, I just started listening to your podcast on plant-based diets, and you are always talking about salads. This is very true. Do you have any recipes or tips for salads? I have switched to fully plant-based and feel like it's hard for me to eat large volumes of food, uh, but I need to for enough calories. Any tips would help me. Okay, so let's get, let's answer answer this in reverse order. Okay, so in terms of calories, eat when you're hungry. If if you are having a very active day, you're going to be more hungry because you're burning more calories, and you'll have no problem eating more. If you're not having a very active day, you don't need to eat as many calories because you're not burning as many. You, let's just listen to your body. If your stomach's growling, eat. If it's not growling, don't eat. Uh, your body is the best, the best indicator of how many calories you need. And the way that it tells you that is by making you hungry. So don't force feed yourself. Just eat when you're hungry. And eat as much as you want. Because if it's whole food plant-based, you're not going to gain any weight. Now in terms of recipes or tips for salads, uh, I do have tips for salads. And I think I might have talked about it once before in the podcast. Um, but it is my rule for salads. Now the rule is, you need at least one large, two medium, or three small salads a day. Okay? And I generally, I generally try and have people eat at least a portion of their salad before dinner. Because what it will do is it will, it will help fill you up so you don't eat as much as you, as much of your main course. You're getting, you know, fuller off of the healthier stuff and throughout the night when you're sleeping that salad at the end of the day will help push everything through your digestive system right referring back to waking up and going to the bathroom and kind of clearing out uh, but for the salad themselves you want and but what I mean by large is like two quarts like a two quart salad um, medium would be like you know one quart and then small would be just like a little bowl. Um, so one large, two medium, three small. So you want the sum of your salad to, to total around two, two quarts for the day. And you want at least two types of dark leafy greens, so spinach, arugula, kale, uh, mustard greens, whatever kind of dark leafy greens you like. So that means no iceberg lettuce. Romaine is kind of borderline. Um, I wouldn't do it every day. I really like spinach, arugula, kale. You can go by those pre-mixed, uh, you know, washed 
containers of salad, of, of leafy greens. There's one called Super Greens that's really good. So that's what I recommend. So two types of dark leafy, dark leafy greens and at least six to eight other vegetables. That seems like a lot off the cuff. It's really not. Um, bell peppers, zucchini, cucumber, olives, um, radishes, daikon. That's six right there. Uh, onion, garlic. That's eight. Avocado. That's nine. It's really easy to do. Um, tomato is 10. Alfalfa sprouts, 11. Super easy to do. I shoot for around 10 to 15. It just, you know, the reason that I do that is because each individual vegetable is going to give you different nutrients and different types of the same nutrient, right? So if you're talking about healthy fats, there are, you know, medium chain triglycerides, there's long chain triglycerides, there's short chain triglycerides, different, you know, vegetables, different fatty sources, you know, olives, avocados, stuff like that are going to give you different types. Different types of amino acids are in different types of vegetables. And the only way to ensure that our body is getting a healthy dose of each one is by eating that varied diet. You know, the reason that I preach salads so much is because from all the studies that I've done and read and research that I've done of, you know, dozens and dozens of different diseases and disorders, the holistic remedy for each one is always raw vegetables. Different types of raw vegetables, de depending upon what the disorder is, but it's always raw vegetables. So if you are eating a healthy dose of raw vegetables every day, then you are kind of ahead of the curve. So in short, go eat a salad. Um, any questions, comments, concerns, please contact Ryan at mainlyplants.com or DM me or contact me through the website. Uh, go get your t-shirts. Be sure to do that. And uh, tell a friend. Tell a friend about the podcast. It helps me out. And, uh, and I love that you guys listen and uh, interact with me so much. And until next week, go eat that salad. <laughs>